Welcome to the Challah Day Podcast, where we sit over some fresh-baked challah every Friday afternoon. I'm your host, Tammy Priest, a Jewish follower of Jesus, and it's great to be with you this week as we take another look at the intersection of the old and the new. I have to take a second and point out my new challah plate that my son gave me for Christmas. It's the perfect size and shape for the challah that I make, and I love it. Um, and tonight, I'm going to dip it in this pomegranate molasses that my daughter gave me because she knows I love everything related to pomegranates, um, which maybe we'll talk about one day, but apparently the rest of her Christmas present for me is still lost in the postal vortex, like some of your presents may also be. Um, but anyway, I love these presents because my kiddos know the little things that make me happy. But Anyway, back to why we're here at my table on Friday afternoon um, to talk about this intersection of the old and the new covenants. Um, now, as we dig in, I can't ignore the significance of this week um, and the transfer of government that took place um, on Wednesday. I assure you, I am not here to weigh in on any political agenda. I have family and friends across every bit of the spectrum. But I've been studying the Shema passage in Deuteronomy, and it really spoke to me this week. Uh, one word in particular, really. Um, so let me back up. Uh, you may remember that I started baking kala every week last spring before the pandemic really hit. And the reason was that I wanted to tap into a ritual from my Jewish upbringing, um, one that was calming and centering, um, and that prepared my heart for rest and for worship. Of course, little did I know how much I was going to need that through what 2020 would become, right? Um, and it really did help calm and recenter my anxious thoughts on the eve of every Sabbath. Um, I pray as I knead the dough and see how God is reflected in each step of the process. Um, in fact, I'm working on a little devotional to share some of those thoughts. So eventually, when it's finished, I'll share that with you. Um, but anyway, as we welcomed 2021, I decided to adopt another ritual, a daily one, which takes me back to uh, what I was saying a second ago. So you may have heard of the Shema. It's a collection of passages from the Torah that Jews recite as a declaration of faith. Um, the first verse is the most famous, and it's basically the cornerstone of the whole prayer. Um, and many would say the cornerstone of the whole faith is Deuteronomy 6.4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And in Hebrew, it sounds like this, Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Um, ever since Bible times, Jewish people have been reciting this every evening and every morning. And this is because God has said in verse 7 to proclaim, uh, proclaim this truth when we lie down and when we rise up. So I started praying it in the evening as I fall asleep and in the mornings uh, when I start my day. But I'm also taking a deeper look at these words and all that they mean. And um, the second line of the Shema, verse 5, is what I really wanted to uh, talk about for just a few minutes. Um, it's one that you probably know very well, even if you don't know the Old Testament. So in Hebrew, it's V'yahavta et Adonai Elohecha, v'chol nafshecha u'v'chol levavcha u'v'chol me'odecha. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your strength. 
So this verse is a prime example of the intersection of the old and the new, um, because you may remember Jesus actually used this Old Testament verse as his answer to the Pharisees' question about what the greatest command is. Um, in Matthew 22, we um, read that um, one of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question, teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Obviously, this is a clear intersection of the old and the new. I mean, this is, this is um, red letter stuff. Um, this is Jesus speaking, and he's quoting this verse from way back when the people were still in the wilderness. The same passage that Jewish people were praying every day, every night, and every morning, um, Jesus included. And there's one little word in this verse that I wanted to share about today because it was an unexpected connection between the old and the new that I discovered this week. Um, the verse Jesus quoted from um, in Deuteronomy is usually translated, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, me'od. So as a kid, I would pray that last piece, all your strength um, or all your might, and I would picture some really strong person working hard for God, like carrying the tabernacle through the desert or rescuing you know, people from burning buildings, because um, those things take a lot of muscle, right? But that's not what this Hebrew word means. Um, me'od doesn't mean physical strength. It's um, actually not a noun, like all your heart or all your soul. It's an adverb. It describes how things are done. So what does me'od mean if it doesn't mean physical strength? Well, it means um, abundantly or diligently. Um, it means extremely, fully, firmly, utterly. Um, me'od is used to give the strongest possible um, emphasis. Sometimes me'od is even used to mean life um, or possessions. And so this means loving God utterly, abundantly, fully, with everything you have and everything you are. As if saying all wasn't enough, right? All your heart, all your soul, all your everything. And now here's the cool discovery I made this week. One of the key definitions of me'od is exceedingly. It's the Hebrew equivalent of the Greek word that described the Magi's rejoicing over Jesus in Bethlehem. That moment that they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy, uh, the Greek word megas. Um, and we talked about that during one of our podcasts leading up to Christmas in December. Um, so here we have this beautiful, powerful intersection of the old and the new. Jesus was uh, reminding everyone that we were to love God with the same force that the Magi loved him back in Bethlehem. Completely, completely abandoned, fully and utterly devoted. Um, to love God with all our heart and all our soul and all our exceedingly, abundantly, utterly everything. Um, all of our love, our thoughts, our efforts, and allegiance belong to God alone. The only ruler who can unite all of humanity under one banner. Sorry, that was the Bulldogs. Um, that is the greatest commandment that is sold out to God alone. 
Um, and then Jesus said that loving our neighbor was just as important because that's part of how we demonstrate that selfless abandonment to God Almighty. And that's how we point other people to the Savior, Savior who loved us uh, with Maod in his life and in his death. Jesus loved us exceedingly, abundantly, to the absolute utmost. He has loved us with all his heart, with all his soul, and with all his absolute everything. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. And that is the truth that has anchored me through all of 2020 and now into 2021. I mean, I look forward to being with you here again next week. Um, hopefully without my dogs snoring and barking under the table. <laughs> but for now, I wish you today an exceedingly mailed, restful holiday. Mm -hmm.